started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Okay, so welcome to City Girls Make Do, our Sex in the City couple. Our Sex in the City podcast hosted by me, Stephanie, a.k.a. Up the Butt Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and me, <laughs> and me, Alex, a.k.a. Sick Girls Make Do. Ooh, that's good for this week. Our episode's going to be out a little later than usual, but that's okay, because uh, you've been sick. <laughs> yeah, I've just had, like, I've had a series of unfortunate events, like... I was really, really ill, and then, like, literally as soon as I started to get better, my Wi-Fi went out for two days. It's just cursed. So, yeah, I was like, clearly God didn't want me to record. (laughs) Clearly not. God was like, we know that you're about to say some horrifying things on this podcast, and so we're going to try to delay it as long as possible, pretty much. Yeah. But this was a pretty good episode. Um, this was a good one. Um, so this was episode four, Valley of the Twenty-something Guys. Oh, okay. So I hate this title straight away. It's a terrible title. Yeah. It's just so I guess it's meant to be a pun on um, Valley of the Dolls, but it has this super clunky ending. Yeah, it's it's a bad title. Yeah, they sort of have this vague drug reference in it, which I guess is meant to tie it into Valley of the Dolls, but I just, they could have called it literally anything else. They could have. I feel like a lot of their titles are like that. Like, last week's was like the the Bay of Married Pigs, and it's like, I feel like this episode title is too similar to last week's episode title. Like, they needed to be, they needed to branch out a little bit. They're very forced puns. They Well, that's the show. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's just the show. Um, But I mean, like, it was a good episode despite the fact that it has a terrible title, I think. It has a bad title, and yeah, I feel like this is, I was watching it and I thought, like, this is the episode where the show kind of comes into its own. Yeah, no, for sure. I think so, too. It, um, the characters seem, like, kind of more fleshed out and a little bit more like themselves. Um, It was good, I think. I guess we can, I guess maybe what we should start with is Carrie's question of the week, because that was like what the whole episode was about. So her question was, are men in their 20s the new designer drug? I sure hope not. I sure hope not, too. Um, It's kind of a dumb question. I kind of hate it. Just like I've, just like all of her questions, um, but I guess the idea being that you know we're all users, you know, and <laughs> is it an addiction uh, or or what? But we know they're terrible for us, so I guess that's that's the idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess this episode kind of sort of detailed the appeal of a younger man, which I've never really understood personally. I guess because I'm of the age where I I can't date guys younger than me, or drastically younger than me. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things where it's kind of like, I don't know, when you're in your late 20s and then you interact with guys who are younger than you in your 20s, you're kind of just like, 
Oh boy, this is. Uh... <laughs> I'm in my young, I'm in my early twenties, and talking to guys in their early twenties is painful for me. Oh, it is painful. Yeah, um, and we kind of see that. Well, the, the guys they're talking to in this episode aren't even really in their early twenties, like. But there are for sure guys like these ones who are in their late twenties in real life who are are just as horrifying as some of the things that she sees. So, but yeah, should we jump in? Yeah, I think we should just jump in with the start. Mm-hmm. The very first thing you see is Big, <laughs> who is not a 20-something guy. No, and we have another fairy tale, like, opening like we did in the pilot. And it's just, it's for no reason. Like, uh, so Carrie and Big just apparently keep bumping, in, like, bumping into each other in all these different places. It's so weird. And one of them is, like, a baptism. No, it's a bris. Okay, what's the difference between the two? So a baptism or like a christening is for Christian babies. And then a bris is when they circumcise little Jewish babies. Oh, so she went to a circumcision party. Yeah, at a wealthy lawyer's son's. And I was like, I don't know if I want to specify the wealthy lawyer thing. I, I feel like that's a bit of a stereotype, isn't it? But, like, yeah, it kind of is. But also, it's just, like, how does she even know a wealthy lawyer friend? How does she know these people that, like, because Big is meant to be this huge guy. He's meant to be super popular, like, super rich. And then she's just, um, yeah, she's just this, like, low-buck writer. I know her, I know Samantha's in, like, high places. It just, it feels weird that she would go to this, like, all these places by herself. Yeah, like, you'd think it'd be like, oh, because Miranda's a lawyer, so maybe it's one of her... I don't know, it just seems like a weird contrived way to get them to meet each other. Yeah, and at a bris of all things. (laughs) I don't know, it's a weird thing. Oh, yeah, and then they decide they want to bump into each other on purpose, so they Mm. finally make plans. It's been so fucking long, like, Jesus Christ. Like, (sighs) Big is in his 40s, how are they playing games like this? They, like, just just go out. They've met each other, like, 20 times on the street now, and they finally make plans, and... Oh, oh, and I also wanted to say Carrie's blazer in this scene is amazing. There's some fashion this episode. It's good. She's got this like perfectly fitted red blazer and it's I it's amazing. It's it's so 90s. I love it. I'm a slut for blazers, so <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> if you can be a slut for blazers, then you definitely are one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah, so they okay, so that was like the opening was her whole thing about bumping into big a whole bunch. Um but then we jump into like they're going to this hot new restaurant opening and Samantha's PR firm is like handling this opening and like everyone is there. Yeah. So it's, it's like all the girls and they're taking their boyfriends and uh, like Samantha is overjoyed at turning people away because they are crying. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me. Like, does this actually happen in real life? Like this, it doesn't even look like a very, it does it doesn't even look like a restaurant on the inside. Like, it looks like some kind of club or something, but... Yeah, no one is eating. Like, they have all these, like, white linen tables out, and there's no food anywhere. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. So I'm not really sure. Like, isn't the point of a restaurant opening that you would To eat the have? food. Yeah, to eat the food. <laughs> to, like, sample the menu. I don't know. 
But, um, oh yeah, Charlotte has a new boyfriend as well. Yes, she has a boyfriend and Carrie says that, Carrie says he has her big three, which is like food, uh, looks, manners, and money, but the dude's ugly, so. <laughs> he's just very like, I don't know, I'd say he's very generic looking in a way. Yeah, he's just, he's nothing, he's obviously attractive because it's a television show, but like, yeah, I don't know. but like compared to Charlotte, like compared to fucking what's okay, what's Charlotte's name again? Her actress, uh, Kristen Davies. Yeah, is she Kristen or Kirsten? I think she's a Kristen. They're the same thing. Um, <laughs> but she's one of those two. Um, yeah, so she's like beautiful, and so next to her, I think any guy kind of looks kind of shitty. But apart from who we, her. A future boyfriend you know what okay that's true because he <laughs> yeah 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 we'll get to there eventually but <laughs> i'm so i'm so excited i'm so excited too he's the one of my favorite parts of the show so <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so she has a new boyfriend and then so carrie's date is supposed to be big like this is supposed to be their th- thing and like she's saying to the girls that it's not a date it's like a drink thing and that big never used the d word Mm. date word um and so he's running late though so it's just like carrie's there and her the girls all have like their their boyfriend guys there yeah the date thing does lead to a a beautiful line from miranda where when she's talking about skipper she says it's a fuck thing Yes, it's good. It's good. But she does bring him along to this party where, you know, they're bringing boyfriends. It's true. It's not like they're fucking at the restaurant, so... No. Maybe she does have feelings for Skipper, but I don't know why. I hope not. I think she's, like, trying to convince herself she doesn't, but she kind of does, and it's kind of like... It's exhausting. Mm. But Miranda could do so much better. That's the thing. I love her, but girl, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Carrie gets, like, a phone message from Big, which I don't understand, because I don't understand how phones work. So, like, did Carrie <laughs> phone her home voicemail to check it? I think she phoned, like, you can have a voicemail, and then you phone, then, like, the voicemail number. Yeah. I think she did that. This is another part of technology we're just not going to understand. I didn't understand. I wasn't sure. At first, I thought Big left a message at the restaurant, and I was confused. Well, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? If he phoned the restaurant and said, hi, can you find this girl? I have a message for her. Like, people do that, or did do that. Well, Carrie does have a cell phone, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This there's, this is a big plot hole already, <laughs> that he, she, he should just be calling her cell phone, not her home phone number. Yeah, where's Cinema Sins when you need him? Who knows? It's honestly, they need a better writer on the show to make things more realistic. <laughs> and then she, like, puts Miranda on the phone to kind of be able to tell, like, what do you think about this message? Like, is it not going to be able... Because Big's message basically says he shouldn't be able to make it or something. And then um, she's like, does this mean not meet me as a date or not meet me as a friend? And it's like, Ugh, girl, who cares? He's not coming yeah. anyway. I don't even know why... I mean, already, I don't know why they're bothering with each other because it's like, I don't know. It's just if you haven't, if you've been bumping into this guy for what has, like, what looks like about a month now, then, and he hasn't, like, 
set up a date or given you his number, presumably there's nothing going to happen. So why not just enjoy your time? It's weird, but whatever. It's the show. It has to happen. It's true. And I guess it also kind of just makes Carrie seem a little bit more desperate in general. Like, I don't know. Mm. It, you'd think that if he really did care, he would actually have tried to get her number a lot earlier than this. But I don't know. It's <sighs> Carrie's just dumb and makes bad decisions. So yeah. I don't know. But I guess there's other stuff going on at the restaurant, too. So. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. And then we meet um, some boys. We meet some boys. Um, Samantha's uh, with the chef who's not in the kitchen, I guess. That's why there's no food. (laughs) He's wearing chef whites, but he's not cooking. And his name is John No H. Or no surname. No, No H, no last name. So he's Jon Snow, basically. <laughs> Do you think he eats pussy <laughs> like John does? You know what? I don't think Samantha would be seeing him if he didn't eat pussy. <laughs> but the thing is, he probably found out that she wasn't his aunt, and then and then that's okay. probably why we never see him again after this episode. He so. he tried to teach her some manners, but he couldn't mm. because he, she wasn't his aunt. <laughs> I guess she's old enough to be his aunt, though. She's definitely old enough to be, because he's like one of these 20... I think he's one of these 20-something guys, yeah. Yeah. And apparently he his, uh, his blue crab strudel is good enough that he doesn't need the H or the last name. Apparently. I don't know. I don't, I don't eat seafood, but blue crab strudel sounds disgusting. I hate seafood, so it sounds disgusting to me. Have you ever read American Psycho? I have not read it, no. I've only seen the movie. Well, don't read it because it's terrible. But like, <laughs> just watching this scene, it reminded me of it because they spend so much time like describing everyone's like outfits and what they're eating, and it gets more and more elaborate. And like, all the food sounds horrible. It just felt like a, like a clip from the book. Yeah, it was. Ugh. I can see why. I don't. I cannot see why it's a big hot restaurant opening, but I can see why there's no food on the table i guess mm. but but oh oh this is another this was another scene with a really good outfit because samantha like blazer watch um oh. she has this really good blazer on and it's like blue it's, it's like electric it's electric blue and it's like shiny it's like shiny and she's and got like glossy. this little black yeah and she's got like this little black dress underneath it's gorgeous oh i love the 90s they i, I need all of these blazers so much <laughs> Every single one. Um, and, oh yeah, I guess we should talk about the other guy we meet, Sam. The other guy, yeah. So there's, this, there's a Sam, and he's played by Timothy Oliphant. Who, he he's, I think he's like the first of the sort of like the big like retroactive recognitions where you like see someone who's obviously like a lot more famous now. Um, I think at the time he'd maybe, I don't even know if he'd done Scream 2 yet. That's a really good question. I'm not sure. Yeah, because I think I think that was like 2000. So it's probably yeah. It was probably after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I and um, he looks cute. He looks cute, although his hair is very wild. Orange. Like it's like it looks bleached, but like badly bleached before toner. <laughs> yes, and it's just like sticking up in every direction. And I mean, like it works, but. He does look a little silly, but he is cute, so. 
Mm-hmm. And he just comes across like he's high out of his gourd. Like he's just seems totally blazed. He totally does the entire episode. Like not even just the scene. Like every scene he's in, he just looks absolutely like lit off his ass. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> oh it's like it's definitely like a choice like he's not acting poorly he's just acting like his character is high because his character probably is high 24 7 oh probably because because he's one of the 20 something guys so he's one of the Mm -hmm. 20 something guys in the valley of the guys and uh (laughs) the first thing we learn about 20 something guys from carrie is they always have the important they always know the important b people because he knows the bartender to get them a drink but she says he 20-something guys always know the bus boys, the bouncers, plus they have cute butts. <laughs> those are the those are the bees. <laughs> it's so, oh, yeah, that, well, that's what's important, isn't it? Yeah, cute just having, having that cute butt. And knowing bouncers, like, that's a really useful thing to have when you're in your 30s, knowing the bouncers. Um. <laughs> yeah, because they can't get into clubs any other way. Like, I don't... It's true. Well, why should they be? I don't know. I feel like this comes up every single episode because they go to clubs in every single episode. And I'm like, how are you not so tired by 11 o'clock at night? I go to one club and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm done for the next couple of months. I'm tired. Yeah. It's like, that was fine. I'm good. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think the last time I went to a club was like last year in may or something like that and that was exhausting and that was the first time in a couple years (laughs) (laughs) and i'm only like in my late 20s so i'm not even like carrie's age or anything no yeah not to be ageist but everyone is tired I know. We're all tired all the time, always. (laughs) I mean, okay, I gotta admit, though, I'm not surprised that Carrie's not tired, though, because she doesn't do anything ever. So, like, it's not like she really works. She almost definitely has a nocturnal lifestyle. Like, she literally, how often do you see her in the morning to, like, she gets the croissant, probably, actually, she probably wakes up at, like, three. Probably. Yeah. Probably wakes up at three, mainlines her coffee. She down. Yeah, strolls down for a cupcake and then goes to lunch. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. the dream. And She's living the best life. She usually is writing really late at night too, so mm. which makes sense. Like, I would probably do that too if I wrote on my own time, but I don't know. But she is, yeah. So her thing is Timothy Oliphant this week, who is Sam, and then Samantha is with John No H. And of course, she's like sitting at the table and says to Carrie, like, did I mention I'm sleeping with him? Which like, okay, no shit. (laughs) And they start like (laughs) making out at the table too, which is like, okay, (laughs) great. Samantha's character, like if she's sitting next to a man, she's sleeping with him. Yeah, and she like she just goes ham on his face, like mm-hmm. right there at the restaurant, and it's like, girl, you're like forty. <laughs> <laughs> but I still love her. Always will. I know. Um, I love Samantha. She's oh, great. There's a so yeah. So Sam goes to the bar to get the martinis, and there's like my favorite bit. There's a lot of weird, um, like filming issues I picked up on for some reason. Oh, um, really? So. <laughs> this is me being pedantic again but like no i love it skipper skipper comes because he's there and for some reason skipper isn't the focus of this episode even though it's about dating guys in their 20s he never shows up really yeah um but he's there this time 
And he brings rum and cokes for uh, Carrie and Miranda and says like, oh, they ran out of martinis. How do they run out of martinis? It's vodka, olive juice, and vermouth. Or is it gin? I don't know. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, not, like they, it's not like they need much to make a martini. No. And then uh, Miranda's like, oh, I hate, I, I hate rum and coke. But while he's bringing it over... Yeah, you can just see Sam in the background, like, holding the plate of drinks just before he comes on. He's literally standing, like, just slightly off screen. It's so weird. <laughs> I did not notice that. He's staring at them waiting for his cue. <laughs> That's really good. I need to watch this again just to see that. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's good. And he comes over with their drinks and then, like, M- Miranda, like, immediately gives her drink back to Skipper because she- she's like, I hate this. And, like, Carrie's voiceover, she's like, Skipper and Sam liked each other immediately. And I have no idea what she's reading that from. Literally, all they do is, like, say hi and grunt at each other. No, well, that's what boys are like. It's true, but I don't read that they like each other from that. It just seemed kind of awkward to me, but... Mm. They make a look at each other. It's weird. Yeah, no, it, it was awkward. And then we find out that um, Sam's tongue is pierced. Oh, and yeah. He sticks it out right at Carrie. And it's really horrifying because it's like right at the front of his tongue. Like I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen a tongue piercing that close to the tip of the tongue before. Like usually it's around the middle. Um, but his is like right near the front, which creeped the shit out of me. And they do it like a super close up so they didn't have to like put a prosthetic or anything on him. Yeah, it was really gross. It's even more jarring. Yeah. And then they have Carrie like touch it in public. Like Carrie's in the middle of this restaurant and she's like, let me see it. And he sticks it out and then she's like touching it with her fingers. And I'm like, you just met this guy and you're touching his tongue in public (laughs) just because he has this tongue piercing. Like at least wait till you get home with him or something like. I mean, I've I've done weird stuff with people I've, like, just met, and even I'm a bit grossed out by that. It's just, it's, uh, like, I don't want to touch someone's tongue with my fingers, like, I don't know. No, it's not for me either. Um, but, like, Big comes up to her right as she's doing this, because, like, apparently <laughs> he was able to briefly show up, but only, like, just for a really short bit. And he's just, like, uh, watching her stick her fingers, like, in this guy's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That is, like, if I'm trying to, like, date a guy, that is how I want to make him jealous, just by sticking, just by rubbing some other guy's tongue. It's, it's, yeah. And it's not like he's even really jealous or anything. He's just kind of like, this is weird. (laughs) Yeah, he's just like, okay, bye. I had too much. I I have to go now. I presume he has work. Yeah, who knows what he has to do. Presumably he doesn't, because most rich people don't actually do shit. They just make a lot of money without doing, like, anything most of the day. But he... Yeah, so he leaves, and then Carrie is like says that men in their 40s are like the New York Times Sunday crossword puzzle tricky complicated and you never you're never quite sure you got the right answer why does I I know this is going to be something we repeat often but why does everything have to be compared to something else not everything is a metaphor Carrie's incapable of thinking about people or guys like just normally everything has to be a comparison everything has to be kind of witty Mm. 
But instead of being it's witty, a, it's, it's just... It's a bit much. It's, it's a bit it's much. It's very, like, 1990s overwritten at the oh, moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. guess the whole show is that, is, that's, like, That's overwritten. the show. Yeah. That's just Carrie. Mm. Like, everything she says is like this. So, um, but, yeah, so, since Big's gone, then she ends up leaving the club with Sam and the other girls and their boyfriends to go to a 20-something club. And, like, I thought all clubs were 20-something clubs, but apparently not. Yeah, I don't know what this means. I guess, like, a what is, I guess their sort of club is maybe slightly swankier and probably not, like, just some, like, hovel. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know there were designated zones. True. Although, I mean, I guess, like, some clubs just have reputations. Like, back where, back in my hometown, I remember that there was, like, maybe two clubs in the city that were really well known for having, like, younger crowds, like, more people with fake IDs, and then other clubs were kind of just not known for that, so maybe that's kind of what it is, but, and maybe New York just has bigger selection of clubs, too. Yeah, I guess, like, with me, there's not really, like, there's not really like 20 something clubs there's more just like like uni clubs i would say and there's ones which are like the less expensive ones you'll have younger people in and then the really swanky ones will have older people in that makes sense but it's it's more just it's more separated by like money how much you're willing to pay for a shot that's true that's true and i guess like more younger people are usually more broke but yeah uh, but not necessarily always so no there are young rich there's a young rich person in this club yeah that's very true that's true yeah they go to this club and carrie says everyone here is in their 20s and samantha says and so are we which is kind of funny to me because samantha's like 40. <laughs> they look so old as well, I guess, just because they're not like everyone there is in sort of like just like jeans and a t shirt, pretty much. Yeah, and then yeah. they're in these. Carrie's in a fur coat. Yeah, Carrie looks so overdressed at this place. It's really good. And it's not. It's a club, but it's kind of more just like a bar. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And we get to see the scope of 20-something guys that are available. Because there's a whole bunch of different classes of 20-something guys. So mm-hmm. there's, like, there's the groovy guy. The groovy, guy's, <laughs> the groovy guy's got a little cap. The um, groovy guy has, like, a Samuel L. Jackson cap. He does. Uh, if anyone remembers those. Except for he's Only white. 90s kids remember. <laughs> Only 90s kids remember. There's the corporate guy, and he's got a suit on. So he's kind of classy and dressed up. Um, there's the jock guy, and then there's the underage guy. This is so, alright, it took me a moment, because I was like, that's disgusting, there's clearly some guy who's meant to be a teenager, and then I thought, oh wait, no, he could easily just be 20. True, yeah, because I guess it's the US, because they've got the stupid drinking age there, right? I didn't even think of that, I was like, great, so this guy's probably like 18, I was like, yeah, this is so gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, the the age of consent is like 16 here. So I was like, oh, he's like 17. Like, he's a teenager. Ugh, and then, that's gross. I don't yeah. know, he, he might just be 20, which is like, f- you should be able to drink at that point. Well, you know, I think they show his age later because they have talking heads with like all the 20-something guys later. And they do show ages. And he is 17. And it's real gross. Ooh, that's bad. Uh, the idea of hanging out with a 17 year old is like mortifying to me but i i mean yeah i do have friends who are like 18 and i mean hearing them talk about their boyfriends just makes me want to (laughs) cry 
<laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fair. That's valid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this underage guy at the club. Like, how? Do you, why are you even here? I don't. Uh, you can obviously tell he's like a baby, but um, yeah, they're like they get to this club and they're all trying to squeeze on this couch and then they they end the girls end up like sitting on the boys laps and stuff mm, and it's all they're all like so giggly it's adorable it's adorable it's very high school it's it's mm. yeah because carrie's like what's it like to kiss with that with that lip ring or not lip ring with that tongue piercing and he's like want to find out and so they're basically just making out on the couch and then we learned there's another kind of 20-something guy, which is the really good kisser guy. Which, I, is that true? I, I mean, like, I, I guess I don't so. Think, I guess, like, I don't think I've encountered any of these guys from my experience. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess that is true. Like, Apart from the jock, I guess, and the underage guy, I mean, I, I've met teenagers in my time, um, unfortunately. But, like, I don't know. It's very, it's a... I don't know if these are the ways to cat- categorize men. I don't but think so either. And what I'm, but go off. What, really, <laughs> what I really think is weird is that she says that like being a really good kisser is like a twenty-something guy thing, which is weird to me because it makes me think like by the time they hit thirty, they're suddenly not a good kisser anymore or something. Like it, I feel like it's not an age-based thing at all. Like. Like, I've kissed people who are just awful, and I've kissed people who kiss good. Like, there's, it has nothing to do with your age. It's just whether or not you're good at it or not. Like, Sam and Carrie's relationship is so, like, heavily focused on making out that yeah. it makes me think that either I'm meant to, like, if I have a, if I'm dating someone that we're meant to just, like, make out 24-7, and then by the time we turn 30, you don't kiss... Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. It's really weird. It's very, like, it seems more high school than 20-something. Oh, it totally does. Because, yeah, that's the kind of thing where, I mean, maybe when you first start dating someone, but, like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it seems like more of a high school thing. Like, oh, we made out, you know, for five hours as we later find out. Yeah, your face is going to be, like, red at this point. Like, she got her face sucked off, like, like a vacuum cleaner. Like, (laughs) Five hours? That's that's intense. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, an hour tops. Don't make out for longer than an hour. Like... An hour sounds tiring. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, so that we... Speaking of, yeah, Carrie wakes up the next day and gets a phone call from Samantha. I love this! <laughs> oh, yes. we need to talk about this. Okay, like, okay. So, yeah, so Samantha's like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> I, she, I love so her. I really fucked. do. <laughs> it's really good. Okay, and also Samantha's phone. Did you see her phone? Yes, she has like this little vintage like dial-up phone. It is this incredibly vintage looking. Yeah, it's like super fancy. Like it's like a bar. It's like this thin metallic bar. It's so good. It's amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> So she's talking about her and John with no age, like all the positions they had sex in. And it's like, she's like, I was on top, he was on top, I was on my side. And then Carrie goes, oh, and he was on his side? And like, it, he was, and it definitely looks like she was pegging him. It, she definitely was, because she was behind him. So that's kind of like the only way that could be possible. And, and of course, on his face too. 
So, <laughs> oh, oh, we also have to. Okay, so segment. We have to. We have to add this to the titty tally. Oh yeah, we saw some titties. We saw some titties. We got some. So this is the second time we've seen titties. So our titty tally's at two now. <laughs> titty so, tally at two. So this was Samantha this time. Last time it was some random. This time it was Samantha. So oh, I'm I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to more titties. I I can't wait to bring this titty tally up. I I feel like it's it's more so in the earlier seasons than in like later on. But but there's there's quite a few titties in a few episodes coming up. So. Not mm-hmm. so much, not so much other full frontal anything. Like I feel like over the course of the show, we only see like one penis. There's a penis in the movie. I remember that in the first one. You'd think that there would be more, considering it's a show catered to women, to straight women. You but, think, like, but there's not. There's yeah. more dicks in Game of Thrones than there is in this. There there's absolutely definitely more are. dicks in Westworld. There definitely are. Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> What what would we even call it if there was like a dick count? Like cock count. Oh, cock I don't count. like saying that. The, the cock <laughs> count or like <laughs> yeah, we don't get anything else. There's no there's no cock count. No cunt count. Oh, I don't like saying <laughs> cock. Um anyway, there's only a titty tally and we added to it, so. <laughs> uh um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we need to keep this like in a record somewhere, lest we forget. Okay, well, we'll, we'll keep. I'll keep a document with it with our tally. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, oh yeah, so yeah, Carrie tells her about how she made out with Sam all night. Yeah, which like, how how uh, how do these girls have the energy for this? Like, okay, making out with someone for five hours is crazy and then she doesn't go home with him either they just made out for five hours and then samantha said that this guy kept her up all night like she didn't get any sleep because they were fucking the entire night which is the most exhausting thing i've ever heard in my life like, oh the entire oh my you'd be exhausted and red roll like i feel like the idea of that like i feel like you you hear people say something like that and they're like we didn't get any sleep we sit up all night fucking we fucked like eight times and the idea of it sounds cool but then if you think about it for even two seconds you're like i would rather die than do that <laughs> it's, it's something that like you before you have sex or when you're like a teenager you think oh my god i'm gonna have sex with them all night yeah and then if you actually try to do that you just bad. be don't you'd do be it. tired after an hour or so. Yeah. You just wouldn't want to do it anymore. Like hot take, sex should never last longer than 30 minutes including foreplay. That's my hot Include, take. Include including Mhm. I guess maybe. Okay, including maybe 45 <laughs> minutes. Do you know what you're you're entitled to your opinions? I don't know if I would I I I don't think there should be a limit. I don't, I would say like, There should be a limit. There should be a limit. <laughs> and I, I guess yeah. so. So, that's that's my hot take for the episode. <laughs> Put a time limit on it. And all night for Samantha, she's 40. She can't go all night. Like, come on. This is not this realistic. Is, Samantha's not a normal 40-year-old though. She is not a normal 40-year-old. She's That's very true. No, she's like super strength. And then, yeah, so then this is where, after that, Carrie has a cigarette and starts typing and she does a, I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. Yes. Couldn't help but wonder are men in their 20s the new designer drug? 
uh, Samantha, Miranda, and I were all recreational users. Mm. Yeah. And then she kind of says, like, but what do they see in us? So then we get, like, a series of talking heads of these 20-something guys talking about what they like about these older women in their 30s. Oh, I, I hate this, but hate let's it. go. Okay, so it's all the guys that we saw in the club. Like, all of the 20-something guys who had their, like, labels. So uh, they're all playing basketball together in this one court. So the first one's, like, this 25-year-old guy, and he was the groovy guy. And my mm-hmm. favorite thing is his job description is bass player slash dog walker. <laughs> which, that's a very groovy job. That's a groovy job. It's very 25-year-old, which is great. Um, I don't remember what he said. It wasn't anything that important. Oh, but He said, um, I, I've written it down because I had to. Where is it? He says, da-da-da-da, women in their 30s are so grateful which yeah. is my just mildly insulting. Like, okay, great. The next one was the corporate guy, and he says, older women give great head. So, sure. Mm-hmm. And they know about wine. True, and they know about wine. Um, the next one was the jock guy, and he's a med student. Um, and he says, they remind me of my mom. Oh. And I really, 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 really hated this one so much. Why would you have sex with someone who reminds you of your mom? And how young is your mom that she's like, in her th- someone in their 30s reminds you of her? I think it's like literally impossible, but... It's, yeah, it's nasty. And then, okay, and then the, the underage guy I hated the most, um, because <laughs> he says two words, smart pussy. What does that mean? What does that mean? Is it like a smartphone? Like, I don't understand. Like, does that mean that it, like, you... <laughs> it connects to the internet. The thing is, smart wasn't, like, a thing back then in terms of, like, technology, so I'm really confused about what it means, like... I think it's, you know, it's like it's like bad pussy. You know, you want the good, you want the dumb girl, but you need the smart pussy. You need the smart pussy. I love that. I think that must be what it is. The pussy is, yeah, I I, I couldn't, like, I literally had to look up what he said because smart pussy <laughs> didn't sound like something that made sense. So I had to, like, look up the script for the episode to find what he actually said. You looked and up I, the script of the episode. To find out, to make sure what that, that was what he was in fact saying. <laughs> Because it didn't make any sense to me. I was like, how can a pussy be smart? Like, my pussy has a bachelor's degree. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) It actually does. Yours is smarter than mine. I don't have any degrees. My pussy has a master's degree. Wow. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then this leads to another scene where Carrie and Miranda are, like, walking down the road talking about their 20-something guys. And, yeah, so this is where Miranda says it's about the fuck. Um, yeah, and Miranda has this outfit on, which is amazing. She has, like, this skinny sort of, like, teal tie with a white shirt and this oversized blazer. Again, so blazer good. watch. Blazer watch. And oh, I love she it. She just looks super cool. And she makes this joke, which is, like, very Cynthia Nixon 2018. Uh, so she says to Carrie that there are no available men in their 30s in New York because Giuliani had them thrown out with the homeless. Yes! Oh my god. Yeah, I didn't even think about how that would relate to her uh, Her in 2018. I was like, yes! Legend! The icon jumped out. Ah, uh, the, the icon Cynthia Nixon. I love her. God. <laughs> she's amazing. We She's fully endorsed by us, I think. 
I think she's endorsed by us. I think we can say go Cynthia Nixon, go socialism, mm-hmm. go bring it to New York. <laughs> Mascar. Yeah, and then they're walking, and Carrie says she's meet with the, she's late for a meeting with her editor. Which, like, the second she said that, I was like, "This has to be bullshit." Because literally, why would she ever meet with her editor? She never does anything. And then it, we find out immediately after that it is fake, and that she canceled with her editor to go to Banana Republic with Sam. I can't. How pathetic! Like, I can't believe she canceled. Like, clearly an important meeting to go fucking to Banana Republic. With some guy to make out with him. To pick out shirts and make out with him in the dressing room. Uh, They're making out in the dressing room. And then the guy who works there opens up the door to their dressing room when they're making out and is like, please, this isn't the gap. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know. Do people make – maybe it's because the gap is like not as expensive as Banana Republic, so there's more – there's more funny business happening there. I I guess. I think – aren't they like owned by the same company anyway? So – Maybe that's maybe they had a deal. I think they are owned by the same company. They were sponsored by whoever owns both of them. Oh my god, probably. But then they keep making out after after he tells them to stop. They just keep going at it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, girl, why? How inconsiderate to our poor retail workers. I know they do enough for this fucking country, all all our countries. (laughs) You have your own apartments, like just go there. Oh, Oh well. So that was her and him. But then we also find out that Carrie also heard from Big again that he wants to do another try to drink thing. So she's rushing to get ready. We see her like in her apartment getting ready for this day and she's getting all done up. Um, and then we get a, we get a phone call from our favorite absentee girl, Charlotte, who has like barely been in the show so far. She's, yeah, she really is just like the, the artifact. Like she's just, I don't know, like a mole on this show. She doesn't do anything. It's true, but, like, she gets some really important stories later on, but, like, so far she hasn't done anything. She gets an important story this week. This is a really good episode for Charlotte. I'd, I would say this is probably, Charlotte's probably my number one in this episode, probably, out of all uh-huh. four girls. So, um, so yeah, so she gets a call from Charlotte, and she's, like, rushing, and, um... Because Charlotte is, like, kind of freaking out, and she doesn't know what to do. And Carrie's like, hurry up, I'm going to see Big, I'm getting ready. And then we hear her finally, like, we don't hear what Charlotte says, but Carrie's, like, spit it out. And then as soon as Carrie hears it, she's like, meet me in front of your apartment in ten minutes. Like, so we know it's got to be important, right? And then, so, they're in the cab together, and we find out what the question was. So, yeah, Charlotte says his exact words. (laughs) Do you want to say it or should I? <laughs> I think you should say it. Okay. So Charlotte is kind of like trying to be poised about it and they're in the cab and she says his exact words were, we've been seeing each other for a couple of weeks. I really like you. And tomorrow night after dinner, I want us to have anal sex. <laughs> and the cab driver just like looks back at them. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just like the most, this is the best scene i think we've had so far it's really good it's really really good and then they because then they go to pick up miranda and and charlotte's like oh my god oh my god but carrie's like you need all the support you can get because this is obviously Mm -hmm. like such a horrifying situation it's Um, such a horrifying situation specifically for charlotte though any of the other ones would be able to handle this on their own quite decently but charlotte needs 
everyone on board oh, for her. Charlotte needs the support. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Miranda gets picked up and she's trying to give Charlotte like, advice. And she's like, <laughs> what she says, she's really good. She's like, there's a certain camp that believes whoever holds the dick holds the power. And then the, the cab driver turns around. She's like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, excuse me, you're driving. <laughs> And then Miranda says, the question is, if he goes up your butt, will he respect you more or respect you less? <laughs> I think I need I think I need articles to be written by Miranda instead of Carrie. I know. Because she's asking the real questions. She's asking the real questions. Is he going to respect you more or respect you less if he sees shit on the tip of his dick when he comes out of your butt? Like, what's Stephanie! he going <laughs> to think? Look, I'm being realistic here. <laughs> just being realistic you are especially like after dinner is such a it's a bad time if you are gonna have anal sex you probably shouldn't be doing it right after you've eaten exactly like he's clearly not prepped for this like he he doesn't know like hopefully he's not taking her out for like burritos but um, he's like heard his friends talk about it and goes oh that sounds cool like, he doesn't know. He doesn't know the the real nitty-gritty of this. No, no, he sure doesn't. Um, and then Samantha has advice, too, because they go and pick up Samantha after Miranda. And Samantha gets in the cab, and she says, who cares? A hole is a hole. <laughs> and then, like, Charlotte is just at her best. She's like, I'm not a hole. <laughs> it's real, my favorite part of Charlotte's response, because Samantha's like, and P.S., it's fabulous and charlotte oh, this says, is my favorite line in the whole episode <laughs> what are you talking about i went to smith <laughs> <laughs> what does go what does her like choice of university have to do with anything oh i because she's a classy bitch so she is i yeah. really wanted to go to smith as a child so oh i don't even know where smith is i just love the oh. delivery of the line <laughs> I love it. And she always, she constantly brings up that she went to Smith. It's amazing. It's really good. I just, okay, this anal pep talk has been like my favorite part of the whole show so far, I think. It's amazing. Everyone, oh, and there's another bit where they go over a speed bump. (laughs) And I think Charlotte asks, what was that? As if she's (laughs) never gone over a speed bump before. Yeah. And... Miranda and Samantha at the same time go a preview. Uh, it's uh, it's and so it's contrived, just, like, but it's so it's, funny. But like their laugh, like everything, just feels so genuine. It really does seem like they're all just like they're all friends and they're all like trying to help each other and laughing at the same time. It just feels it's really true. natural. It is. It's really good. It's. It's very classic for of the four girls. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the first time we've really seen them have a moment like that. That's like the four girls together, like with their perfect, like working to like with all together. their like character traits, like yeah, on the spot. Exactly, know? it's really good. Um, and then unfortunately, we get a scene with Big right after it, which is like uh, Big and this man-made. guy who makes Big look good by comparison. Like he- that's how terrible he is does because she finally gets to the dinner with big and she thinks it's just going to be the two of them because it's like their drink thing and then yeah that really unpleasant guy shows up who's like going through a second divorce and it's he's just such a piece of shit he's just Mm. he just like comes off as an asshole right from the beginning 
Um, yeah. And then he he goes up to like he's like, oh, that girl's really hot. I'm gonna go up and ask her to have dinner with us. And like when he gets up, Carrie's kind of just like, look, this is bullshit. Um, she, I'm so glad she just because yeah. we could have easily had a scene with like this horrible date, but she's like, no, I'm gonna go. You guys are yeah. tonight. Exactly. She's not desperate enough to just stick around just to hang out with him. Yeah, it's a yeah. definitely like a good moment from Carrie. I was very happy for. Like, I was like, yeah, good for you. And especially because Big, because she's like, look, we'll do this another time. I'll pay for your round of drinks. And then she, he gets up to go and Big's like, are you sure? And then Carrie, her, like this ultimate callback queen says, absolutely. Which yeah. I was like, good for you, Carrie. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she decides she walks because she just gave him her cab fare, but she walks forty eight blocks in these like high heeled mules. Four hundred dollar shoes. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck that. No, I'm not walking like I don't I'm not really a heel person, but that seems ridiculous. That seems ridiculous. Yeah. And she walks that far to go to a club. So after she's walked that long, she's going to be standing up at a club now. The 20-something mm. club, which where Sam is, because she just knew he'd be there, apparently. Like, I don't know how she knew he'd be at this club. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she had a cab, I guess she would probably, what, go to the club? But I don't know. It just seems, anyway, he is there, so yeah, and then they, they can out. make out. Uh, and then, so yeah, they make out of the club, and then, uh, we find out that Charlotte yearned for the time dinner was followed by dessert, not lubricant. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious to me. Um, yeah, and she, like, so Charlotte is, like, sitting in the room with this guy that she's seeing, and she has this whole long spiel to him about, like, not knowing what she wants, and it's really good, because Charlotte's just so anxious about it, and she's, like, She's so neurotic, it's amazing. She's amazing, because she's freaking out about, like, what this means if she goes through with it. She's like, I don't want to be up the butt girl. Men don't want to marry up the butt girl. Whoever heard of Mrs. Up the Butt? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know if people are going around talking about, like, their sexual proclivities, but... I don't think so either. whatever you say, Charlotte. My favorite part of this is that right after that, she says, no, 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 I want children and nice (laughs) bedding. Which is hilarious <laughs> to me. Because I'm not you sure. can't have either of those with anal sex. You sure can't have either of those with anal sex. And my notes literally just say like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, nice betting, oh my god. Because <laughs> I was just freaking out so much at that line. <laughs> and then he's like, can we just have sex the normal way? <laughs> She's like, yeah. She acts like it's the most romantic thing anyone's ever said. Yeah. Yeah, just having, just going down to Bone Town in the regular hole. So, well, they have sex the Charlotte way on four hundred thread count sheet. Probably missionary. Yeah. Oh, so she missionary just cut it off after fifteen minutes. No foreplay. <laughs> Probably not because she has no standards. Which, like, girl, <laughs> get that foreplay. You're stupid. But yeah, so so that's the happy ending to her story. So, it is a happy end. I, I mean, it's not really a happy ending. This guy seems slightly dim-witted, but... It's a happy ending in the way that okay. she doesn't have to do anything she doesn't want to do. She still gets to, like, hook up with him. She doesn't have to ruin her bedding. He just seems really, like, like stupid. Like, he's just like, okay, can we have sex the regular, like, the regular way? The weird thing to say. He doesn't say, like, like, a normal react, a normal reaction to that would just be like, Oh, 
don't worry. I don't want to pressure you into anything. I just thought we could try it. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to just have normal sex? But yeah. It's so, like, awkward. It's a very weird way to say it. Like, I guess it lets us know what he means, but it's also just, it's, it's weird. I don't mm. know. But happy ending Charlotte. She was really good this episode. Samantha's whole thing is with John No H, and and her thing has not so happy of an ending. No, unfortunately not. It's really sad because they I had this even... amazing sex, but yeah, I can't even remember why they broke up. I... Oh, so they break up because he says something to her. He says like, "You have the cutest wrinkles." Um, <gasps> oh, that's it. Yeah, and yeah. her face just stinks. She gives up 20-somethings right then and there because she's, mm-hmm. like, devastated about this. So um, so Samantha has not so happy of an ending, but she still had a good story this episode. It was it was entertaining. So She had fun. She had fun. Uh, Carrie, she fucks Sam. So yeah. she ended up going home with Sam that night. And, like, at night it seems like, you know, kind of like a, you know – like a fun apartment but then she like wakes up and sees it in the daylight and like it looks like a 20 something guy's apartment it's disgusting but i also want to say for a 20 something guy his apartment is fucking huge his apartment seems really cool as well he's like yeah i don't understand the layout of this thing at all it has it has like an upstairs and a downstairs but he does have a roommate too but it's still fucking huge for two people and they have like a huge bathroom with like like everything's written on it it's, it's kind of cool it's really cool like the apartment itself is disgusting and messy but carrie's like freaking out and okay like i gotta say it was a gross apartment but her reaction is a little over the top about it like it's just slightly over the- she acts like she's i don't know in chernobyl yeah, she acts like she just woke up in, like, a crack house or something. Like, she, like she's freaking out. She's like, this is disgusting. And she's like, I need coffee, I need coffee, I need coffee, I need coffee. And he's, like, telling her about this dream he had. And- <laughs> he's doing this, this, like, performance. This is, like, Emmy-worthy. It's, re- it's really um, good. <laughs> he's like, just acting like this. Because I guess the whole episode... He's done, like, glimpses of just being this really, like, spaced out, like, totally, like, high dude. Yeah. And then we finally get, like, I guess the real Sam, and he's just monologuing about this fucking dream he had, and just being really, really weird. And it's so good. And Carrie's just trying to, like, talk over him and be like, when are you making me coffee? And he's, she's like, you don't have any coffee filters. What's going on? And then he's like, oh, don't worry. I got it. And then she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then she's like, there's no toilet paper in here. What the hell? And he's like, oh, I took it to use for a coffee filter. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, I guess she just shakes it off and leaves. Like, <laughs> Yeah, she pretty much does, which is just so good. And it wouldn't work, because if you pour hot water in, it's just going to fall to pieces. It is, but he's dumb as shit, so yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's really gross. I can't <laughs> believe anyone would do this. Like, I would rather just have coffee grinds in my coffee than use a <laughs> piece of toilet paper as a coffee filter. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I definitely feel like Sam, Sam does kind of give me... I don't know the aura of like guys I've definitely yeah wanted to date at some point. 
I was just like, oh, he's like kind of weird, but he's like cute. So yeah. I'll look past that and just completely ignore the fact that he's just, I don't know, not on the same planet as me. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. I feel like he's just not the yeah. kind of person you would date long term or something like that. No, like he's but just- he's definitely, he's like cute and fun, and but you can't really have an actual conversation with him. So Yeah, charming. Break up. And but that's about mm-hmm. it. So yeah. So that's the end of that with him because she's just so mortified that she's like, this is never gonna work. Um, and she heads home and she runs into Big having breakfast with two people. Um, and she like points out the answer on his crossword because like this is the most on the nose show ever. Um, and he, like, wants her to stay, but she leaves, and he kind of is like, wait, 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 and he, like, catches up to her, and asks her out for real, finally. Ugh. And he's just, he's just into her now, because she hasn't been paying him that much attention for the oh, episode. I know, I hate it so much. I just, ugh, dating games are so stupid, like, just be outright with what you want, and don't be stupid, but... Yeah, he's, like, shocked when she walks away without trying to plan something. Right? It's so, yeah. Ugh. He's so, so stupid. Childish. Even though he's in his 40s, he's stupid. Um, And then Carrie says this line to him that's like, I'm good at crossword puzzles, but not so good at people puzzles. Basically just calling him out on kind of, like, playing games with her. Um, And then he's like, just you and me, anywhere you want. And she's basically just like, call me, and leaves. So, power play on Carrie's part. Mm-hmm. She She's putting the ball in his court and is basically just being like, look, if you want to see me, then make it fucking happen. Yeah, but she look, she looks back at him. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it'd be better if I didn't look back. It'd be better. So it'd be cares? so cool. I know. It's like, that. literally what? It's like, if anything, it's just kind of like cute if you look back. Because they both, she, she's like looking back smiling and he's like looking at her smiling. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. She seems to think it's... I don't know. But she her final thought for the episode is like she's walking away and I have thought maybe all mm-hmm. men are a drug. Sometimes they bring you down mm-hmm. and sometimes like now they get you so high. And okay, Carrie. I guess. Like literally what does that mean? But they also ruin your life, I suppose. They're yeah, something like that. She has no idea what she's talking about. No, I don't feel like Carrie has ever <laughs> done drugs. I don't think she has either. She like, well, she she smoked pot, but that doesn't count. Pot's not a fucking drug. Like it is, but no. she not hasn't, really. It's yeah. not like a drug drug. Like no, exactly. I don't feel like she's ever done anything particularly hard because she just has this such like a flippant idea of what drugs are like. Yeah, she's like twenty something guys are like like fucking shooting heroin it just you (laughs) like you feel you feel brain dead for like an entire day and then you just feel like shit afterwards when you come down (laughs) like (laughs) she's she's talking complete rubbish but okay carrie i don't her article which no one ever reads no one reads her columns i'm sure no i'm sure no until later yeah. Until later when she becomes like, I don't know, people, whatever. But she's just going on about, I don't know, drugs this week, I suppose. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's it's not a very good comparison. It's not a very fleshed out comparison, I don't think. I would say Carrie was probably the worst in this episode of the four. She's the most insufferable, I suppose. All right, do you want to do your top? Do okay, you, Do yeah. you want to do your four and then I'll do my four? 
Okay, sure. So I would say that Charlotte was the best this episode. And then probably uh, this is between Samantha and Miranda. I was really Mm going to say Samantha because her story was at least a little bit like she had a story, but Miranda had that really good, the the really good parts of the anal pep talk. So I'm going to probably say Miranda was second. Samantha was third and Carrie was last. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean, I'm going to go with Charlotte because she's just, she's on her game this week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she had a pretty decent story. Like, not much, you know, it was it stayed the same as it was, but everything's quite happy. Yeah. And then I would say, I'd say Samantha. It seems like she had the most fun. True. Until the wrinkles comment. Yep. And then I'd say Miranda because she was very witty and like totally just, you know, t- just being Miranda. She was just being Miranda. She didn't really have a plot, but. No, but she had like the best outfit, I would say. I really loved that tie. I liked her tie, then, but I really liked Samantha's blue blazer, so I don't know. They're both close. There are some looks. And then, yeah, Carrie, just because she's still playing these stupid games. Yeah, yeah. She was probably the last. She's going to be the last a lot, I think. Pretty much every week, yeah. Aside from maybe a couple Charlotte episodes. or There's a couple episodes where I know Samantha's going to be my bottom, because she does a couple of like incredibly problematic things. But those are like really isolated episodes, so... um. I think that this episode was also really good because, like, it seems like such a classic topic to tackle, like, the whole anal sex thing. It's, like, such a – it's such a staple of the show that they'll have some – that they'll have Charlotte kind of date a guy who has something that she's totally freaked out by. Oh, she always dates guys who have – Like, fetishes or – Like, a fetish – it's usually either really weird or it's not that weird, but she's obsessed with it. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, because yeah, cause there's there's one where she dates a guy who's, like, not circumcised, and she's so freaked out by it. She's like, I don't like this at all. And it's like, okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, like, like, that's a that's a normal thing. Like, that's such a normal thing. It's a, bit, it's a bit gross how, like, obsessed you are with it. And then there's another episode where she dates a guy who really wants to have a threesome. Yeah, she gets that too. Yeah, she has a few. She has a few things that are like such stereotypical Charlotte plots that um, <laughs> this is probably like this is probably like a staple of them. I think the anal sex one because mm-hmm. only Charlotte would have this plot. Like you said earlier, like all the other girls would like be able to handle this on their own, um, but not Charlotte. No, not Charlotte. Charlotte needs a posse. Um, so I guess this was this was probably my favorite episode of the first of the four that we've watched so far i like this one a lot yeah me too i definitely think it like is coming into its own now and like the the anal pep talk scene was really funny yeah i I just feel like everyone's characterization is really on point yeah i agree it's uh it was a good episode for them yeah and that's the that's the linchpin for the entire series if you ask me yeah me too like the chemistry that the four girls have together is the the thing that really stands out to me for the whole show um I guess we can do questions. We have a lot of questions this week. We have, well, okay, so we have like three questions and then we have one kind of long comment. So should we save the comment till last? Yeah, let's save that for last. Um, so, okay. okay, so the first question is from Tumblr user Arsenic and Old Spice, friend of the show Caitlin. Um, and she has sent a question that says, fuck, Mary kill. Carrie? Did I say fuck, Carrie kill? No. 
I think I said Mary. Fuck, Mary, kill. Carrie, Samantha, and Miranda. Charlotte is excluded because she's a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Which is really true. You know that Charlotte voted voted Republican. Um, I don't think she did. I don't think she would have done. I don't think she would have voted for Trump. Yeah, I think that might have been a little too far. Yeah, she would have voted for Hillary, but like begrudgingly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's there all the girls are I would say are fairly centrists. Um like Oh, Samantha is definitely a libertarian. Oh, a hard libertarian for sure. Yeah. Miranda I can see being like the most leftist of all of them, which makes sense yeah. given Cynthia Nixon. Um Carrie just doesn't really care about politics. Yeah, Carrie could care less about it, so yeah. um <laughs> okay, so but the but the question the the question was fuck Mary Kill. So do you have a yeah. do you have a preference? Um obviously I'm going to fuck Samantha. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Um yeah. I guess but obviously marry Miranda. Mm-hmm. And then kill Carrie. Yeah, that's my And answer then I can too. take her clothes. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. That's my that's mine too. And I'm also just like laughing in my head because you said it'd be a no-brainer, which is funny to me because neither of you would have a penis. So it would be no there'd be no brain. <laughs> <laughs> so only smart pussies, but no brains. Yeah. <laughs> no brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're both the same on this one. Um, yeah. So, so thank you, Caitlin, for that question. Um, <laughs> the next one was sent from a friend of the show, Summer, Interstellar Princess on Tumblr, who was uh, on the show last week. And uh, she says, who is the real-life Mr. Big right now? Uh, I don't – I feel like the real-life Mr. Big isn't, like, a huge celebrity. He's more like, like a city yeah. celebrity, if that Exactly. Yeah, because there's um, no – we there's no way we would know anyone like this no i guess you could you could probably say someone someone like one of the kushners yeah yeah someone they're who's, kind of yeah like yeah they're kind of like big in real estate and like have too much money i guess they're on paper attractive yeah it's is someone who's like got the money and the big life, but isn't like Elon Musk or something? Oh God! <laughs> yeah. The thing is, Elon Musk kind of is the next Donald Trump. He kind of is, yeah. But he's too big now for Mister to be like an analog to Mister Big. Like, oh my God! Imagine if there was a fucking Sex in the City, but Grimes is Carrie. I would rather die than watch that. <laughs> <laughs> At least if she dates Elon Musk, I don't want to watch that at all. I saw a big, I was in Toronto yesterday, and I saw a big billboard of Grimes, like, at her laptop, and I just pointed at it, and I was like, you class traitor. <laughs> she really did. She betrayed us. Like, I have, a, I have a, like, a vinyl version of Our Angels, and I'm just like, what do I do with this? How do I burn it? I mean, I'm probably just going to trade it in at my local record shop, but that's yeah, that's a good. I do look at it and I feel pain. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. I never got into Grimes. I did try to listen to her stuff a while ago, and then I was kind of like, you know, this is fine, but it's not really my jam. And I'm really happy that it didn't click with me (laughs) because I'm like, I would, I hate trying to reconcile like not listening to an artist anymore because I hate them. (laughs) And uh, yeah. (laughs) 
Anyway, thank you, Summer, for stepping in and asking a very good question. We don't know. Asking the big, big questions. Um, <laughs> questions we don't know the answer to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, question number three is uh, from friend of the show Jess on Tumblr, and she has asked, how do I stop being in love with my beautiful work wife? Which is a really good question. Um, the answer is don't. No, that's true. If if you just stick to like work flirtation, then you're fine. Yeah. Um, if you're feeling, you know, if you're like getting googly eyes, then just take a step back. But I feel like you kind of need a work wife or a work husband or whatever yeah. to get through the day. That's that's fair. I think it's one of those things that it's like you know it'll be something you look forward to when you go to work every day, and mm-hmm. that can be it maybe. But I don't know. There's not really a way to stop that. Because it's like if you see someone every day and they're your work wife, it's kind of, I don't know. It's difficult. You can't really stop liking someone that you see every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But if you're just having, if you're just having a little bit of a flirt, a little bit of a giggle, everything's fine. Yeah. I feel like you kind of need to, at least for me, I'm like kind of, a, I'm not necessarily like, I flirt with people. This is me because I'm chaotic evil but like (laughs) i do kind of flirt with people that i don't necessarily like want to go out with yeah just because it's a way for me to connect and to be friendly yeah no for sure i feel like you kind of need that yeah yeah i'm maybe not chaotic evil i'm chaotic neutral i suppose (laughs) i'm the most annoying trait of yeah moral alignment i think i'm the edgy teenager one nice I think, uh, the, yeah, so the real answer is don't. Just keep on don't. keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Love your, your work wife. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jess, for the question. Um, okay, so the last one was like a kind of more of a comment. So uh, it's from Tumblr user, I don't know how to say this, Kitamasoami? Um, and the question is, okay, so the, there's three messages. The first one says, in the good timeline, Miranda would al- already be dating that girl in Ep3. True. 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 That would be the good timeline. Um, the second mm-hmm. part is like a two-part message that's connected. So it says, and also, Sarah's Tiger Girl fat pussy question made me visualize that in a 2018 <laughs> reboot, there would be an episode of Carrie learning about NYC furries, interviewing people in fursuits on the streets, and maybe Samantha having to furry roleplay for a new man she's fucking. Also, that furry episode would be named Faux Fursuits or some pun like that. And you know what? I think you are about 90 or 80% right on that. I think the difference is that it wouldn't be Samantha doing a funny role. It would be Charlotte. It would be Charlotte. Yeah. It 100% be Charlotte. And and it would be, it wouldn't even be like she's in a fursuit. She might maybe put like, like the, you know, the top on, but I definitely just feel she'd be in like a sexy cat go outfit. Yeah. True. Yeah, she would totally be doing that. And she would probably be like, that would be, that would be it. She, it would be like a one episode thing for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think like the other plot would be like Carrie gets like paint dunked on her for wearing fur. True, 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 true. Or something yeah. about like pubic hair. Hmm, that's an interesting point. 
Mm. Yeah, I, just, I feel like that would be like the main plot, and then it would tie in just with with fur, yeah, and hairy things. This is just me like predicting yeah. what would happen on the show. I I think that you're pretty accurate though. Although, like, oh oh yeah, there was that one article that came out this year that was like kind of oh, a similar was... topic to this it was really bad yeah so it was i don't remember who published it but it was like a bunch of people who were writers for sex in the city talking about what some of the episode plots would be in 2018 if sex in the Sh- sex in the city was still getting made now and i hated like every single one of them they were really bad i don't remember mo- the only one i really remember was like a really awful one about charlotte's daughter and i don't really want to repeat it it was it wasn't very good <laughs> Um, I'm happy the show is not making new episodes now because the writers had very bad ideas about what kind of topics to tackle in this day and age. So, especially considering it's a very heteronormative show. So, um, okay, so I guess we, so that's the episode. Um, so I guess if you want, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish and on Tumblr at Windfall Island. And you can find me on Tumblr at Phoenix. Um, and also, I guess one thing I don't think we've ever plugged Noise Space, but that's where we're hosted, and um, you should check it out because noisespace.xyz, um, lots of really good podcasts on there. So this one, as well as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, um, as well as one I'm like super into right now called The Island Shuffle, which is about Lost. Um, so lots of really good stuff. You should check it out because Matt is hosting us for free, which is really nice. <laughs> yes, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Boyfriend of the show. Boyfriend of the show, Matt. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so that's the episode for this week. And I guess we'll see you in a week. Bye. Bye. Bye.